we ripped that couple apart and kept the pieces for ourselves. What a beautiful story. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'm fine, by the way. Oh, I'm so oh. Oh. Hey, Where's Chandler? Oh, he needed some time to grieve. I'm free! I'm free! <laughs> that ought to do it. And welcome, 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 welcome to the podcast that says, I'll be there for you. It's best film ever. My name's Ian. And I'm Georgia. Hey, and this is our, as of yet, untitled Friends Friends Review. Series. Series. Retrospective, whatever you want to call it. So, um, we today we are doing season one, episode five, the one with the East German laundry detergent. Yep. Which is uh, great. I'm just realizing I've forgot my sheet that has the next one up so at the end of the episode i can tell people what we're doing next <laughs> you said it earlier you're like oh it's a good one oh i remember oh i know what it is yeah. thank you <laughs> actually, that's actually quite helpful <laughs> um so you might be going hey what's going on yep <laughs> and b why are you starting here so what we've decided is we were going to try and do a sitcom in a year and not the entirety of a sitcom but the greatest the hits big bits, yeah and then i sat down and went unless you're just going to do season premiere season finales and one key episode per season yeah. You're really looking at more than a year. Mm-hmm. And then I started thinking, plus, you don't want to release every week because then we're not really a film podcast anymore. We're just, a, we're, we are, but we're also a friend's podcast at the same time. Simultaneously, yeah. And so it's like, no, it needs to be less frequent than that. Mm-hmm. So our focus can remain what our focus is. And also the idea that I had a short list that it went, okay, look, if we're not doing that, then let's just go as big as we want to. And my short list is about 80 episodes. <laughs> so it is not it, a short list. It, is it a could long be list. two. It could be two to three years, folks. It just is what it is. So, I just realised though, as this is the first one of this kind of thing that we're doing, should we probably actually, I don't know, introduce ourselves a bit better than just names? Well, I don't know. I mean, assuming that what someone stumbled upon this, who doesn't yeah. listen to the best film ever? They might do because it's a friends thing. Oh, I don't know. My, <laughs> my name's Ian. I don't, I don't uh, know. I'm just kidding. I, my name's Ian. I teach. I, okay. I. I. We also do a podcast called Best Film Ever. <laughs> uh, uh, go check that out. It's on the same feed as you got this from. Uh, these episodes will hopefully be much shorter. Yeah. Um, I teach media and film studies. Yeah. And the dog is. Uh, That's my dog. His name is your dog. Um, and I made the mistake of buying him a squeaky toy for Christmas. They had two squeakers. Two in. squeakers in it. One squeaker and one like honking noise. So I guess the cool gimmick we have about about this is that I watched Friends as it was on TV. Yeah. So I watched it and lived and died with each storyline thing. And you, on the other hand, did not watch it until it was all out on box set. Yeah. So you always had the ability to binge. Yeah. And when we say out on box set, we mean the whole series on box set. Whole the series. whole series, as we would call it in in North America. Because yeah. here you guys use the word series, series for season. season as well, yeah. Yeah, so, but the complete series of series, or I don't know what you want to call it. Complete them. 10 series. Yeah. Yeah. When it was all released. The, show was the entire, all 200 and something episodes. I think, in fact, it was like the 15 year anniversary box set. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. Now, my friend's fandom wasn't, um, I wasn't a huge, I was aware of it because you couldn't. You couldn't not be aware of it <laughs> because, A, it was a different world. So, yeah. like, you know, it was four main American networks. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm American, but um, but it was everywhere. The song was everywhere. Yeah. Um, Ross and Rachel, massive. And it was the – at a time when, when mainstream was a much smaller window mm-hmm. because everybody watched the mainstream because that's all there was. Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, some people had cable TV, but for the most part, you were also glued to those main four networks yeah. for those big shows. So Friends was uh, everybody's Thursday night, uh, so much so that I remember a teacher when I got towards the end of my uh, high school, and he, I think someone asked him if he was going to go to the school dance, because we have school dances in North America, and he said, yeah, why not? Friends is a repeat. And see, Friends was so important, but if you miss it, you miss it. Like, there was no, yeah, of course. There was no box set. There was no catch-up. So, you know, appointment TV, friends was appointment TV. And these people were, in many ways, to a lot of people, their friends. Yep. So that's kind of the gimmick that we're looking at this from, whereas you were able to kind of just plow all the way through. So I wasn't even particularly interested in it massively myself. It was kind of secondhand viewing that I was doing because my sister was. My sister was massively into Glee as well. And I think when Glee kind of had its heyday, people also kind of of that age group kind of rediscovered friends as well as a thing so my sister kind of watched friends downstairs on the dvd player but watched it on repeat loads and loads and loads and so i've seen it all 
in bits and all over the place. I'm pretty sure I've seen all the episodes. I think we were talking about it the other day, weren't yeah. we? I'm pretty sure I've seen it all. Um, we might stumble across an episode here or there that I, for whatever reason, haven't seen. But yeah, I've seen it all sporadically and chopped up. And then I used to watch the DVDs as well to like fall asleep too. So, so yeah. So, I mean, Friends would then, of course, be shown in reruns. something we call syndication. And syndication was when, you know, it gets played two episodes back to back of old episodes, mm-hmm. Monday to Friday. Uh, because that was the big money. The big money was, can you make it long enough? I forget how many episodes you had to be back in the day to reach syndication. But if you get a sitcom that far, that's where the big money was. Right. Because you can make a deal selling that to every local TV station mm-hmm. across North I think it was North on America. E4 here as well. I think it was on the telly. Now it's only on, at least it was when I first moved over here, Comedy Net, uh, Comedy Network uh, exclusive. Okay. So you had, that was the secret. You had to get that. And then, didn't have that, no. and then of course now it's on Netflix. So I don't know. I might, I think it was on E4 because that used to be its own channel. It might've even been channel four to begin with. I'm not entirely sure. It might've at one point, cause these things do move around. Yeah. But uh, yeah, when I first got over here in 2012, it was a uh, comedy network. Um, so what we're going to do is we're going to go through kind of an episode. We're going to walk through the storylines that were really present, things we liked, things we didn't, uh, some funny tidbits as, as would be in sort of where they fall into the great pantheon as we try to figure out, you know, uh, I don't think we're figuring out, but we, we sort of celebrate, look back, analyze why was friends the juggernaut that it was and this came to us based on our patreon backers uh, patreon.com slash bfe we kept it simple for you like friends um but uh, yeah so the question why are we not starting with the pilot episode we actually have a pilot review series we've done on this called cleared for takeoff and if you go back a bunch you'll find the friends pilot yeah. It was the first cleared for takeoff we we ever did. So It was, yeah. Yeah. So I a bit of information. Uh E four and Channel Four, so over here Channel Four, um, aired friends from season seven okay. onwards, um, but then lost contract in two thousand eleven to Comedy Central. Comedy Central. Ah, okay, cool beans. Wonder who had it before season seven. It might not have even been shown. Oh, it would have been. Liam Liam talks about it. You don't pick up friends in season seven. No, probably not. I don't know. <laughs> no, Liam does talk about that. But there we go. Whereas in North America, it was NBC. Uh, sorry, in, in America, it was NBC. Uh, it was the staple of their must-see TV lineup forever. Forever picked up from Seinfeld, uh, which picked up from Cheers. So it's quite a, quite a lineage on NBC about Thursday night must-see TV. I like Cheers. And then um, in Canada, I want to say CTV might have been global. That means nothing to anybody else, but it means something to me. So there we are. <laughs> um, if you're Canadian, let me know. What do we watch? Was it CTV or was it global? There we go. Uh, so all I've got here is we've done our introduction now. I've got in my notes what we've skipped. Is there anything super important to the storylines of friends we've skipped? And I've just got one note. Mm-hmm. Uh, Susan is pregnant. Yes. Susan is pregnant. We find out Susan's pregnant in season one, episode two, because Ross's wife has left him for another woman. And this is kind of a nice entry point as well. This first episode will be longer than most, I think. But we, I think we have to tackle... We are going to look at things that, uh, we're going to be honest with it, we're also going to realize that Friends is also a product of its time. Yeah, absolutely. And go, there are things that Friends does well, and there are things that Friends does poorly. And um, I think the racial diversity is something that Friends does not do well. No. Um, Something that I think, uh, I think it's LGBT conversations are, I think it has some low points, but overall I think it's pretty good. For its time, absolutely. In the sense that it's actually bringing conversations to the fore. And eventually, there's a lot of humor it's mined for, but Carol and Susan's relationship is normalized. Yeah, absolutely. They are a couple. Uh, it was Channel 4 and then went to Sky for a couple of seasons and then back uh, to Channel 4. There we are. So uh, none of that, of course, applies to this one. This no. one's very this one's very sitcom by the numbers. Uh, the one with the East German laundry detergent. Um, so, um, let's start, uh, our little deep dive. We're in, we're in central perk. Um, could I be any more excited? I've gotten my notes here <laughs> for season one, episode five, Woo. along with the East German laundry detergent, uh, written by Jeff Greenstein and Jeff Strauss directed by Pamela Fryman, whose name I bring up because she didn't direct, she directed some friends, mm-hmm. but she directs almost every episode of how much your mother. Uh, okay. So how's this for learning on the job? Yeah, absolutely. You start with friends and take what you've learned and go there. And I think you can see a link between, uh, there's a lot of clear links between How Much Your Mother and Friends. Yeah. Especially early in that show's run. Mm-hmm. The idea of who's your who's your Ross and Rachel is yeah. Ted and Robin. 
yeah, yeah. In it. And then, you know, you work at getting them together and setting people up. It's, it's really well done. Uh, we start off, it's not that big a deal. And the boys and the girls are having a conversation about the amazing things each other can do. Yeah. And so Ross, I think, is the first one to talk about women can remove their bra through their arm sleeve. Yeah, which is actually more difficult than he makes it sound. Well, it's weird. Some of the jokes in this would get mined in later seasons because there is a thing when they do the ill-fated Ross and, uh, sorry, um, Joey and Rachel Mm -hmm. uh, thing where she's powering through because he can't get the bra undone. Yeah. That she takes it off through through her sleeves. So they do go back here. Yeah, there's a couple of bits. I found some trivia regarding this episode okay. in particular. There's a couple of bits like that in this episode. So where it goes in, can you go ahead and jump in? Feel free to do that, right? Yeah. Um, the girls respond with, okay, fine, but you can pee standing up. Yep. Which, yeah, I'm not going to lie. That would be useful. Beneficial. Absolutely. You, to, you know, you can Someone stay vertical. works outside a lot, like in the woods and stuff. Yeah, yeah I'm, okay. I'm sad I can't do and that. And then also, you know, the sort of the sanitary conditions of a public toilet. Yeah. Um, you know... The, the whole principle of standing up means you actually have space and distance yep. as opposed to um, having, having to actually sit, sit. And, make, and make contact. Yep. So there we go. Um, the men respond that the women are having advantage because they can see breasts whenever they want. Yep. Um, I mean, uh, like many things, like many things of its time as well, heteronormalized. Yeah, absolutely. So the idea that the men think this is sexually uh, appealing. Yeah, and, and the, the women are how going. Could women not ignore it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the and the women are going. It's no big deal. Again, that heteronorm. Yeah, absolutely. Look, normativity, um, but uh, and then Phoebe missing the tone of the conversations. Yeah, well, uh, what about the way the guys can do so many mean things and not really care? Yeah, <laughs> and it's a great and it's a nice beat. And then I think it's Ross comes up with multiple orgasms. Yeah. And then we go to the uh, credits, which is, which is a, a great place for it. The bit is run its, its piece. But I actually think it's stuff like this that was the water cooler talk. It's yeah. not so much the plot. It's these conversations. And these are fun conversations. Yeah. The three boys on one side, the three girls on the other. Who has it better? Um, I think if not a conversation that people could relate to, a conversation you wish you were there part of. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, because you wish you were having conversations, I think, like this. You want to back up your, your side of it as well. Yeah, don't you? It, it's just fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's equal. It's no one's. It's it's a good time. So how could you not want to spend some time with your friends? And we go to the theme song. We haven't really talked about the theme song yet. But, of course, it's an all-time classic uh, written by the Rembrandts. Yep. Which I, for I hate, this show. I hate that name. The Rembrandts? Yeah. What's that? Because it's it sounds like it should be, like, Remembrance. Rem, you, you know Rembrandt's a painter, right? No. Oh, okay, so Rembrandt was a, was a was a painter. Okay, that makes sense. So they call themselves sense. the Rembrandts. Some of them call themselves the artists. Uh, okay. Well, that's even more pretentious, and I hate it even more. Well, except for that, that they're plural. So by its nature, if you pluralize something, isn't nah. that? Ah. Nah. And we've talked about this on the go back and listen to it on the uh, on the on the pilot. But I guess I'll talk about it briefly here. It's really weird because we have a debate whether the melody is the yes. I'll be there for you. No. <laughs> no, that, 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 that is what you would say. I don't like that one. Oh, really? I don't like you, no. British people always tell me I'll the melody. I'll be there for you. That, okay, that's, what that North, that's what North Americans would say. Are you sure you've not swapped that in your nope, brain? because I always did, I'll be there for you. And you people are like, your brain. no, no, no. And, my, fr- and, and my friends are all going, because I never once considered that other thing to even be a line. <laughs> and they're going, why are you singing the harmony? I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> it, 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 it goes It goes up. And they go, no, 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 the, the melody is, I'll be there for you. No, it's not. And I'm like, no, melodies, <laughs> melodies don't go down. Yeah. Melodies go up because you'll be there for me. You're stopping me from going down in the drops. So I'm thinking of this like on like Mary Poppins level of like, <laughs> we haven't seen, uh, 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 oh, Saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. No, not Saving Mr. Banks. Is it Saving Mr. Banks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Where BJ Novak plays one of the Sherman Brothers. Sherman Brothers and they talk about, you know, just a spoonful of sugar helps the, the medicine, medicine go down. down. And the idea of it goes up the is the opposite of down. what the lyrics do. Yep. So therefore, it shows that she's magic. Yep. So it's this sort of whatever, but I'll be there. I'll be there for you. That's the more appealing to my ear. And so I had a debate with some friends about this. Huh, friends. Huh. And it turned out that in one of them, I think it's the television show, the mix in the areas that our ear likes to hear it favors the high melody but the song that was released to the radio the mix favors the low version of it and therefore suggests that's the melody so uh if you're having what came first the chicken or the egg it was the tv theme yeah 
It was written just as a TV theme, and then they then because people were taping it and playing it on the radio, yeah, and asking for it on the radio, so they went ahead and put it out there, and it was picture per. Have you ever seen the the long form video for this? Uh, I don't think I have. It's black and white. They're playing. It's basically like the fountain scene, yeah, but on the set of a music video. So they're just having fun, being That's irreverent, cool. and the Rembrandts themselves are in there and sort of playing along with the gag. It is perfect. Oh, I might have seen it, actually. It is perfect. And uh, it's our first sort of fountain sequence and the first little sort of clip. Um, something that never got, got old for me was the ability for them to remix the opening sequence because they always, always used... similar. Yeah. But they used different uh, different clips from shows, obviously, but also different moments around the fountain. Yeah. So in this one, I mean, I remember this is the one where Ross... They were trying to show who their characters are yeah. in this snippet. And Ross is the geeky guy in the oversized suit kind of moving his arms really slowly. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Chandler's... Chandler's great. Chandler, he's my he's my favorite friend. <laughs> in general like he's the one who i sort of aspire to be when i was younger i wanted to be chandler bing that's cool is the one that you sort of identify with i'm probably closest to a phoebe because i'm not a moniker and i'm not a rachel okay so it's, it's yeah. difficult yeah almost always i've been the channel in my friendship groups and i've been always paired up against a joey <laughs> and i've always been like oh it must be so <laughs> I mean, look at me and liam he's clearly with joey oh yeah, <laughs> and yeah. i'm clearly with chandler yeah or as I get older, though, I think I'm turning into a you're, Chandler-Ross hybrid. I say you're, you're Rossing slightly. Yeah, yeah. But not this level of Ross. This no. level of Ross was just, hi. Hi. Yeah. So we go uh, back to Central Perk, and it's date night, Saturday night, which means Chandler has no plans except for breaking up with Janice. <laughs> and uh, they, Phoebe actually uh, ends up, she's breaking up too, and she says, hey, breaking up's hard to do. Was that, <laughs> Chandler says, you know, you look at her eyes and there's that horrible, awkward moment where you hand her the note. <laughs> and talk about a wonderful setup because it's a wonderful, awkward moment. And you think it's going to go, when you've said it, yeah. when it finally yeah, hits her, funny. but when you hand her the note. And the joke, of course, being that Chandler's not mad enough to say anything, break up individually. This is the uh, first first time we meet Janice. It is the first time we meet yeah. Janice. Yeah. Um, I think they've, have they made reference to her yet? I don't think so. Um, and Joey's advice is, hey, just be a man. Just stop calling. <laughs> uh, I've never ghosted anybody. No. You? Um, not in the traditional sense of ghosting. Like, there's been times where people, we've just kind of naturally stopped talking to each other. <laughs> I wonder if that's what people who ghost people think. No, like... Like I've not like if someone's like messaged me, I've not ignored like, it. Yeah. Okay. But like if if it's ended naturally, I've not that I might not have then continued the conversation. I've been kind of ghosted, mm. uh, but I've never ghosted anybody else. No, that's not in my uh, nature. No. Uh, but breaking up is hard to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and I don't lie. The last time I broke up with someone, it was over message. Really? Yeah. Did you hand him, I guess it's the it's the twenty first century version of handing, handing a note. note. Yeah, um, it was a very it was a long like well written okay letter letter rather than a note if you will. Yeah, I've never done a breakup note. Um, Phoebe volunteers to break up at the same time to help with it, and at this point, I noticed that there were two tables at, at Central Park. Yeah, they've got like two big old tables. So there's like the table that's usually there. But if you look in the foreground, which you would overlook if you're paying attention, you there's can't a, reach this There's table. like a higher table. It's got books on it. It's got books. It's out of focus. Yeah. Because we got some shout that the field going on. But I was like, why is that there? What purpose does it serve? Because you can't go on the one side of it because the friend's coffee table's in its way. Yeah. But on the other side, what purpose would it have? It was also like perpendicular to the normal one. So it wasn't even like. Oh, I thought, big... it was, I thought it was parallel. No, it was perpendicular. Well, I think if you look, it's, it's, it's parallel. I don't think it is. Oh, great. We have, we have our first check back next week to see who's right <laughs> moment of the series. I'm sure it was perpendicular to it. Um, so we go back to Central Perk. Oh, we've already done that. Sorry. Um, Rachel's dad, we finds out, wants to give her a Mercedes. Yeah. If she'll move back. So we've sort of got, well, it's not even our A plot. The first plot we get is like the B plot. Yeah. Chandler and Janice. Yeah, yeah. And then from there we find out. So, but the thing is, can she hack it on her own? And this is kind of Rachel's season one arc. Yeah, can she live not at home? So, I mean, Ross and Rachel are such a big deal. We're clearly established in, in episode one that we want to see Ross and Rachel together because yeah. the, the series aligns us with Ross, gives us allegiance to Ross, lets us in on the secret because she doesn't know. 
and we do. And that gives us a privileged position, so we're rooting for him. Um, and so he always had a crush on her, yada, yada, yada. And Rachel says that my dad even called me young lady. And Chandler says, I hate it when my father calls me that. Yeah. However, however, a little bit of, um, oh, what do you call it when it's inconsistent? Oh, my word. I can't believe I'm blanking on this. Continuity. A little bit of continuity error here. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Chandler's father yeah. at this point is a drag queen. Yeah. And and there's no reference to this made. Clearly, a decision they hadn't made yet. Yeah, absolutely. Because this would be the perfect place for that for for a joke of that nature. Again, yeah. I'm not saying friends got everything right. No. And when you look at this, the treatment of Chandler's father specifically, that's something that really doesn't jive that well in 2023. Um. So Joey's ex comes in and gets a coffee. Yep. Very quickly, you noticed. It's not even a coffee. It's like a tea, like an iced tea looking drink. Like, I mean, you could pour it quite quickly, but in the time it the took idea to that sit she down got sat the down, bar, got the order, it was literally already in a hand. I'm like, okay, that quick, we, we serve quickly here. And she's your typical. I mean, it, it's 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 really shorthand character development, which is you know can be helpful in something like this. It's Joey. She's an attractive blonde. Yeah. So he goes up to her and surprise, surprise, she's stupid. Uh, this is Angela. He tells her, you look good. And he broke up with her, yep. but he misses her. You look good. She says, that's because I'm wearing a dress that accents my boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Which is actually a really funny joke, actually. Yeah. Um, being straight up with it. Being straight like, yep. up with what would be a subliminal yeah, thing yep. usually. And that's humor. Humor is when you expect one thing and you subvert that expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Rachel and Monica are doing laundry tonight, according to Rachel to Ross. And all of a sudden, surprise, surprise, so is Ross. Because there's rats. Because even though his building has... Yeah. Has, wouldn't the smarter thing to do be to invite her around to your building and do, do, do laundry, laundry there? there? Yeah. Like, like, I know it gets in the way of, of the story they're going to tell in this episode, but surely if you're Ross, if you got a decent amount of building, you know, it's going to be less people. I used to live in a building that had, had its own laundry less facilities. Less people also potentially cheaper? Potentially cheaper, or you can go up to my place while we wait for the laundry yeah, to do. Yeah. I mean, that's what you used to do. Wait. You used to go ahead and put it in there and then go upstairs and watch an episode of TV and come down. Just realize how long you had left in your in, in, in your timers. Yeah. Yeah. When we had when we used the um, laundry room when I was at uni, oh my goodness, that was annoying. You had to pay like two pound fifty each wash, so it was really quite expensive. Oh, what and, they do with people for 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 laundry yeah. is insane. And you had to do it like on an app. They were all like scanny things with your phone, but it was so far away from where we lived that luckily it was just it was kind of inside the student union though, and there was like a subway and the SU bar, so we kind of just had to go. You had to go and sit in there for an hour and a half because. Oh, I've been just lugging everything around, which wasn't working. I've been to some laundromats. I first went to Phoenix. I was in one apartment with some guys, and then we sort of rearranged all the apartments. I ended up somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But that first apartment, we were doing laundromat stuff, and I'm like, this is insane. And so I moved to one where we rented our machine. It was like nine bucks a month. I'm like, anybody who's not renting their machine for nine bucks a month is an idiot. Yeah. Because we got a washer and a dryer for that. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, So um at this point then uh joey is still talking to angela and she's like no i'm with bob now bob's great he's got a proper job you go on three auditions a month and you call yourself an actor (laughs) and so joey says well we should double date you and bob and me and my girlfriend monica instant smash cut to Mm -hmm. monica's place a lot of quick cuts between scenes Mm. and i thought too much potentially yeah it was a yeah. bit like bing 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 uh and we get so we're, we're already in dialogue like there's not even like a like that do 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 or one of the 12 different variations of it riffs they have in between uh as they vamp but um or it's stinger sorry uh and we find out he goes well no and so this is where joey says that bob who she hasn't met as angela's brother yes Go back to the the besties and the resties. It's a brother. It's a brother. Um, and so we get a, a reference to ugly naked guy. Apparently, they because obviously they say he's he's laying tile, isn't he? Yes, kitchen tile specifically. Yes. When Ross moves into the apartment, it's shown that from the that you can't see the kitchen from Monica's apartment. 
So oh, that's true. So apparently he's laying kitchen tile in a different room. Well, just or or, <laughs> or never continuity area. Yep. Yeah. Ugly naked guy. One of those gimmicks, and and they and they were a bit gimmicky. They had ugly naked guy. They had Mister Heckles. Yep. And there were just some things that just felt. I mean, Mar- Mar- Marcel's not here yet. He will show up. Yep. Uh, maybe a lack of restraint in just some gimmicky moments where eventually the characters became good enough. You didn't have to be these things. Yeah. And it is fun. I guess Ugly Naked Guy is the longest lasting one of them all. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, so then we move to, uh, I mean, we're just going to overlook the voyeurism. Mm-hmm. Like, I guess, I, I teach Rear Window. So, like, the idea about, you know, it's realize that if you look out, other people can look in. But yeah, we we never look, but we almost get joy vicariously through the friends looking in at someone who's naked because it's windows open. I joke, guess it's yeah. I guess because the windows open or those sorry the, the the curtains open that allows it forgives them for not. I think for those windows are so him. massive that yeah. if you had your curtains open and were purposely walking around naked. I guess it's the update, the idea that he's someone who they regularly check in on. Yeah. Like it's just a throwaway joke, but I'm just I'm just sort of just sort of considering. <laughs> uh and so um back to Ross's place and Ross has just found out it's just him and Rachel tonight yeah. because of a double date. Yeah. Chandler says that this therefore is a date, and Ross gets the yips. <laughs> Especially when Chandler tells him it's the first time she's gonna see her underwear. Do you want them to be dirty? Now, unless you've terribly soiled yourself. Yeah, they don't look particularly different. Yeah, I think you're generally all right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And then he's told that uh, Snuggles is too sensitive to use as a fabric softener, (laughs) which, I mean, it does feel like thinly veiled homophobia. A little bit. The idea that this is too... This isn't manly enough, and therefore... At at the very least, yeah, he's being criticized because he's not stereotypically... Yeah, he's being he's being emasculated by. Yeah. I'm trying to think. They're clearly ripping off a fabric softener company in the United States who had little cuddly bear. Ours, ours is comfort. Is it like Snuggle? That. I think it might be Snuggle, and he calls it like Snuggies or something like that. Snuggies or something. Yeah, because yeah. I think it's Snuggle. It was called. Right, it had like okay. a little bear. Yeah. So they were able to make a reference to it. So I mean, a little bit fun. We go to the date, and I've just got my notes. What is Joey wearing? What is he wearing? It's like a suit shirt under a suit jacket. He's got like. Yeah, he's got like this kind of avant-garde kind of suit jacket. And then it's like he went, no, hang on. Give me a proper suit jacket and I'm going to wear it on top of the first suit jacket. Yeah. Yeah, it looks it's really weird. strange. It's very strange. Um, and basically it's just the introduction where um, where Rachel, uh, Monica's going, he could be ugly. He could be, he just remembered, he could be absolutely gorgeous as he walks in. Yeah. Uh, back to Central Perk. Phoebe comments, it's nice because she and Chandler never do anything together. (laughs) Looking for the positive. And this is the secret to great comedy I've got in my notes because they will actually put Chandler and Phoebe together a fair bit for some really great moments throughout the series. They are funny together. Because of the most different. Yeah. Chandler is the most awkward Mm -hmm. and she's the biggest free spirit. And so what do you do? You pair those together. Now, Chandler's good because you can use him as a foil for almost every character. Yeah. Because you put him with Monica, and she's so uptight, and he's so funny. Yeah. He's so, she's so organized, and he's so neurotic. Yeah. That pairs off well. Even in the episodes where he pairs off with Rachel, he's pretty good there, too. Yeah, he is. Well, there's, there's a key Chandler-Rachel episode, which I know we've, we've got down in later seasons. Mm-hmm. There's a little spoiler for people. for <laughs> Two years down the line when we get to it. <laughs> um and so uh but but this was they would pair together phoebe and chandler fairly regularly because there's a lot of laughter here and then enter janice played by maggie wheeler yeah apparently the first time she laughed at one of his jokes on camera the laugh slipped out like it wasn't planned the, G- the janice the laugh, janice laugh okay. slipped out and then it stayed her first words here as well are oh my god not We're, in the traditional not in the way, traditional way. But those are yeah. first words. Yeah, she's only about a six on the on the Janice meter in this episode. Yeah, she's not massively Janice-y. No, she's 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 not a cartoon yet. She's not Joey and Janice's day of fun. Yeah, it's not. At no point is he breaking up with her because of her Janice-like qualities. No, he's just breaking up with her because it's over. Yeah. Um, Apparently, in the uh, DVD version of the episode, she calls him out for a fear of commitment when he first breaks up with her. Well, that's pretty much a Chandler stereotype, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, it's not in the episode we just watched. No. Uh, she's had a terrible day, 
So this is this is so you go to break up with her. I've had a terrible day, and you're so going, glad oh. Yeah. So she does this monologue. During this monologue about how bad her day is, Phoebe's boyfriend comes in. Yeah. They talk for a Briefly moment. Briefly in the background. They hug. Yeah, on the background, and then they sort of he sort of walks away with a half smile. She sort of put her hand on her chest, but smiling too. <laughs> um. Chandler and Janice get coffee deliveries. Chandler's is espresso, which is going to be a good joke for later on. Uh, he's already downed his by the time she's handed her giant mug of latte. Yep. And runs back and challenges Phoebe on that's it. <laughs> and uh, she says, yeah, it was really difficult. And he goes, yeah, the hug seemed really hard. She goes, you weren't there. <laughs> I think it's important to talk about the coffee shop as a location. Mm-hmm. Because there's nothing, even now, coffee shops now aren't what coffee shops were then. Because coffee shops now, what do you think of if you think about Starbucks? If I'm going to go hang out at Starbucks today. What mm-hmm. are people doing there? Just sitting. Sitting. Usually on their phone or Thank a laptop. You. Using yeah. their phone or a laptop, using the free yeah, yeah. Wi-Fi, and it's very individualized. Yeah. But this idea of these big, oversized, comfy chairs, this big, like oversized big cup of coffee, yeah, yeah. and sort of, it had like a bookish kind of thing. Because Frasier, which is a spinoff to Cheers. Mm-hmm. Um, it would often have the two brothers um, conversing and their hangout rather than a bar was a coffee shop. So coffee shops kind of actually, I wouldn't be surprised if Friends helped start the coffee boom across suburban America. Potentially, yeah. Because it feels like a fun place to hang out. Yeah. And we had one in Canada called the Second Cup. Right. Before Starbucks really hit, uh, penetrates the Canadian market. Um, second cup was uh, our, our not a good it. enough use for the word penetration <laughs> but um, yeah so and, and you'd go there and you'd hang out and you'd feel like it was like a like every university town had one and so I remember like when I was going certain like at unis I'd go and I'd have like a coffee at, at second cup and you know some oh you want a Colombian coffee or a Peruvian coffee <laughs> and just try and pretend like i knew what i was sort of doing there and it was just the idea of nothing felt more different from my small rural um my small town rural canadian life than going and sitting in a coffee shop and kind of not in my head thinking of it explicitly but obviously the implicit energy of friends had to be in there somewhere yeah yeah uh and so um back to the laundromat we have a bully woman i don't know what to call her I think she's just referred to as Mean Woman. Mean Woman. Yeah, from what I can tell. Mimi the Meanie. <laughs> and Mimi comes around and she's like, out of my way. And some vocals that had to be done in post. Because her back's <laughs> to the camera and I'm not convinced the mixing's the same as the rest of it. I've, yeah, I didn't notice it, but maybe not. And she moves Rachel's basket. Ross hasn't shown up yet. And Rachel's instantly intimidated out of it because no suds, no save. <laughs> but Ross shows up and tells her, that's not the rule. And you know it. And you know it. <laughs> and the bully backs down. Um, and everybody's looking. He goes, the whole, all right, show's over. Nothing to see here. I guess we'd call this woman a Karen today. Yeah. Well, Karen would be like, no, no, no. You understand you can't save. Yeah. That would be the version yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, This is like a New York if, if, if this If this was done today, you'd have to make her that person. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Um, Ross has German laundry soap, Uberweiss. Ultra white. Ultra white. It's German. It's not told, we're not told each East German. It's only in the uh, episode title that we find that out. Yeah. Uh, so she doesn't know how to separate by she, I mean, Rachel, her lights and her dark. She thinks it's... Uh, pants and shirts and And that's the north american pants uh and there's three loads he says you want to do your whites in one machine your colors in another and your delicates or unmentionables in a (laughs) third which point he refers to them as bras and underwear panty things (laughs) very north north american word panty yeah it makes me uncomfortable seriously people over here don't Don't like like that word because it is it is quite juvenile it's juvenile, but also weirdly sexualized. Yeah, so it's, it's a combination so it's, of that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, mm, no. Yeah, yeah. Whereas, if, some, if someone was like trying to like chat me up and they would spoke, use that word, I'd be like, mm, no, no, massively not. So whereas if you went to like a Victoria's Secret or a La Senza or something like that, which are like lingerie stores mm-hmm. in Canada, um, Victoria's Secret lingerie stores globally, yeah, um, they would be referred to as bras and once again, and panties would be, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it would be on all the signs. Hate it. Yep. Um, 
And so she then says, well, what about these white cotton panties? And she sort of holds them up to Ross. Like quite close to his face. Quite close to his face. And he won't even look at them. At which point I'm going, he's literally told you white colors, delicates. All of your delicates are either white or colored. So where do you think they go? Well, obviously Rachel's not very... I mean, this is, I mean there's also a thing, and I think it's fair to say this, that Ross... Rachel's the beautiful cheerleader. Yeah. Who also has the cheerleader, I'm not the brightest trope in there. Yeah. And Ross is the super intelligent but socially awkward. Mm-hmm. And therefore, is, is there an inherent power imbalance? I don't no, know. A little bit. A little bit. Because, so he's almost like he's having to if patronize she, is the wrong word, but it's in the right area. Yeah, but if if she wasn't, as explicitly obviously like shoving her knickers in her face in his face as she is this whole setup could come across a bit because i guess her power is in the fact that he wants her so much even though she's totally unaware yeah and i do mention what's interesting because (sighs) but she's the one who kisses him at the end a problem with friends early season is this in order to sell friends we've talked about pilots back on the pilot Mm -hmm. show but let me just digress for a moment you have to basically give uh, the network, when you pitch them a pilot, you make one episode. Yeah. And so within that pilot, they sort of suggest, here's Ross, here's Rachel. Mm-hmm. This is going to be their story. And at the end of the pilot, he goes, oh, you probably didn't know this, but I had a massive crush on you growing up. And she goes, I did. Yeah. And he goes, oh, I thought you always thought that I was Ross, uh, Rachel's, sorry, Monica's nerdy brother. And she goes, I did. Yeah. And he goes, well, do you think maybe I could uh, give you a call sometime? And she goes, sometime. And that's how they leave episode one. He says, I grabbed a spoon, mm-hmm. right? And that's how episode one ends. But then we go to episode two, and basically it's like Will Smith was hiding behind her bedroom door with the flashy thingy. Yeah, they kind of wreck on everything. Because they? they kind of make it seem like, they do say at one point, well, you, 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 you sort of kind of asked me out like a year ago. And I'm like, okay, I hear you, but you, all these episodes in between, your knowledge of this would be tempered by it. Yeah. So this idea that she throws her underwear in his face and he like, can't even look. And yet not only the fact that she's oblivious to the fact that he's not looking at it, but that she's not reading that and going, okay, you're obviously still yeah. into me. Yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, we go back to the date. The sibling story unravels when Monica asks both of them where they grew up. Yeah, a little bit. And Joey then pretends that he thought he was falling. But then he wasn't. And a question that friends will ask is, I think we should ask this as we go through. I'm going to ask this question. Is this too stupid for Joey? No, because he's trying to, he's trying to get himself out of a situation. Yeah. The only thing stupid is the idea that he thinks maybe they'll fall for it, but it's not too stupid for Joey. On the Joey stupid scale, this This is is still, this is pretty standard. This is is panicking and saying something. There we go. Back to the date. Because uh, we go to commercial here. That's it. I thought I was falling. They go, what? And then we go. To, we cut to commercial. <laughs> we come back from commercial on the date, and our, our our double date have paired off into genders. Yeah. And so Joey's having a moment with Bob, saying, oh, that little chip monkey, did I miss that? Mm-hmm. And um, Bob seems to not know what that's about. And he says, well, Monica, though, she's too much for me in bed. <laughs> and then he gives it a beat. And just to make sure Bob gets what he means, he goes, Sexually. Sexually. <laughs> <laughs> um, to the ladies' room, and Monica is bragging about how great Bob is. He's smart. He's well-read. He's well-dressed. He's this. And Angie goes, and he's unbelievable in bed. Now, the question then becomes, how far is too far for Monica in this episode? Yeah. She goes, well, I didn't even know. When, my brother didn't tell me when he lost his virginity. And then Which, Angela's confused. So episode before literally the one before this yes um it's 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 the anniversary yeah ross says today's the day karen and i first contemplated our physical relationship jerry replies you told your sister that to which ross replies believe me i told everyone monica also indicates she remembers the anniversary on her own saying she hopes ross wouldn't remember the date indicating a strong familiarity with it which means he did tell her yes that's a good point that's really weird that it was such a short time of the episode before that's really strange yeah um have you found anything about the sequence of when this was shot? No. Okay. So I know that somewhere in the episode before this, Ross tells Rachel, 
hey, you did laundry. What else can you do? And then this episode's about how she does laundry for the first time. Right. So clearly they were shot in a different order and then put into this order. Yeah, but either way around, these these are... It doesn't. It doesn't it make. Yo, know, it contradicts that itself. Yeah, absolutely. that still contradicts itself. So, um, back to the breakup, and Chandler's surrounded by more espresso cups. So many espresso cups. And then he asks for attention for a minute, and she smiles at him, and it's the greatest, most beautiful smile that Maggie yeah. Wheeler can do, right before he puts a bullet in her. Yep. And ends the relationship, and she breaks. And I thought we were gonna get more of the Janice like that. <laughs> we don't get that actually she plays it pretty straight because she's not a cartoon yet um and so um we did then we go back to the laundromat and rachel thinks that doing laundry is a symbol for herself and if i can do this i can be independent yeah which was the same thing about her first paycheck i mean basically this whole first season is rachel making everything into a metaphor for her ability and getting half of it wrong which we find out when ross opens the washing machine for her and goes "Uh oh and then makes up the "Uh uh-oh the laundry's done song this is one of the things that annoys me about ross as a character is these really cringy little moments that he has every so often i think this is good i don't like I, i i don't like people like awkwardly going I'm gonna sing you a song now. Like, I no, it makes me feel uncomfortable. Ethan would do this. I've not seen Ethan in person for a while. Have you not? No, maybe that's okay. why. Because he sang at me too much. You need know. to go to a laundromat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, oh, what did I call her? Uh, Mimi the Meanie comes back in. Yeah. And, <laughs> to be fair, laughs. it's really great because because the, the problem is, of course, is that Rachel has put one red sock in with her whites and everything is that the Simpsons did this as well. Perfectly pink. But what, let's just think about all the things we know about Rachel up to this point. She would not own red socks that look like that. No, nor do I think she'd care that much if everything was pink. No. No. Um, but the bully comes in and just laughs, <laughs> which is a great way of letting us know she's still here. Yeah. Which actually is something I need to consider at the end. Uh, one second. I'm going to go ahead and make a little thing for our uh, end of episode recap here. Do, 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 do. Okay. Um, we're just experimenting with the format, folks. First first episode. <laughs> Sorry, I could have filled that gap and I was reading something and nah, it's just Sorry. As, it's no different than our that's best film ever. Check out our Tuesday <laughs> releases where it's more of the same. Just with more people letting me down. Uh, at least I would say it, it is just me here. It is? Could, uh, like, so if any hang on though, if anything though, you know it should be hundred percent up to you to fill gaps. Yeah, absolutely. But go. like it's still, that, do you do it? Do I do it? Who's doing it? Just up to me when we do it with the four of us. Well, true. <laughs> uh, back to the date and Angela and Bob are showing a lot of PDA. Yeah. And this is another thing they'll use again. The brother and sister who are a little bit too friendly with each other. Yeah. Uh, Except these two actually aren't brothers. These two aren't really brother and sister. But it's, uh, what was it? Uh, it wasn't Josh. I forgot what the guy's name was. Like, Billy, the water's getting cold. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm close with my sister. <laughs> That's a great episode. I actually don't know if that's on the short list, but I'll have to put. I'll called. have to put it on. Um, so um, she has. He goes. So they're, so they're a little bit close. Joey says to Monica. She because she pulls him aside. She goes, she has his tongue in his ear. He's saying, "You're saying that you and Ross have never gotten a little rambunctious," <laughs> which is nuts because Joey's got like seven sisters. Yeah. Now we haven't put that into a, into a no. narrative yet either. And she goes, "This is disgusting. This is inappropriate. This is." not real i judge monica for taking this long oh absolutely monica's a smart monica's an intelligent character yeah she should and have not got like that book quicker. smart like ross she's just like street smart smart yeah yeah yeah, yeah she absolutely should have got that quicker so and keep in mind at this point i mean i think courtney cox at this point has been named the most beautiful woman in the world potentially or yeah. sexiest woman alive or, or, or whatever, yeah, whatever, thing, the- whatever people's decided i remember her going on jay leno and saying i'm just waiting for a recount and it's weird because in a couple of years they most people would, would would sort of lean towards jennifer aniston yeah for that sort of a thing uh as they just naturally aged i guess yeah i guess so um little known fact well maybe getting more so known do you know that um courtney cox was offered the part of rachel i think you've told me it before yeah. but yeah and turned it down to play monica thinking the character was more had more teeth to it She's not wrong, is she? Because <laughs> now you have to actually imagine Ross and Ray. It sounds Ross and Monica yeah. getting a little like imagine that's them weird. doing like all those moments. Yeah, it would that's be really weird. It would be weird, like wouldn't that. it? Yeah. Um, because David Schwimmer was was already cast. He was the first one cast. So it would have been. It's just like how would they have paired up? Schwimmer had the role when she got offered. So there we are. 
Um, so Joey pitches, hey, what if we work together? Then we can split these two up. And we smash cut to Monica mopping wine that she's obviously spilled oh, on perfect, Bob's shirt yeah. while talking about this story, which seems like it was a little bit more highbrow than what Angela was yeah. capable of, whatever. Meanwhile, Joey's just feeding Angela chicken wings so she can like nibble on them. He's feeding her his own chicken wings. Joey doesn't share food. Very good. And then he orders another another pile. So the question was, I guess the question is, were they ever his chicken wings, or does he get them to be his chicken wings for the guise of feeding them to her? Well, the ones that he, the, like that last one, looks like it's like the last one on his plate that he. Like, yeah, but maybe he over. bought them for himself just so he could feed her. This is yeah, but he wouldn't have eaten them. Oh, we don't know how long that cut is. I guess. But, yeah. Like, it doesn't feel like it. It feels like they've just gone back to the table. Well, I think it's five minutes, and she's mopping wine up. Oh, I don't know. Nah. But uh but no, I hear you. It does yeah. it does tie in with the Joey doesn't share food. Um back oh sorry, back to the breakup. Um Chandler hits Janice in the face. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got like so many espresso cups. He goes, This is the worst breakup in the history of the world. And I believe him. <laughs> uh Chandler's a lot of espresso. Phoebe then goes, Do you want me to take over? And he's like, Uh-huh. And so Chandler kind of moves and, and we're we kind of follow Chandler. Yeah. And then we have a, like a, a shot of him looking as Phoebe whispers something that we're not told what it is. Nope. They hug. Janice looks at Chandler. It's like almost exactly the same shot. Smiles. As when she breaks up with her boyfriend. And then yeah. walks out. And it's that walks, simple. Walks out, though, without those massive shopping bags she walked in oh, is with that right? in the beginning. Well, he got his socks. They were big socks, I guess. <laughs> Multiple um, bags yes. of socks. Uh, and so uh, Chandler says we should always break up together. Phoebe would like that. We go back to the laundromat. Mimi the meanie steals Ross's cart, I guess, where you would take your laundry and you would wheel it over to the dryers. Right. Uh, which feels almost unnecessary in a laundromat that small. Yeah. Also, someone noticed, I didn't notice it, the clothes they take out of the washer are completely dry. Oh, all is that pink, right? All the pink stuff it's is like dry. bone dry. Yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I think when they pulled it out earlier, it was dry. Yeah, yeah, yeah right, yeah. yeah. Um, so uh, there we go. Um, Rachel interferes now. She's standing up for Ross. And this is the big test. Can you graduate? Yeah. So I really liked Mimi as a device. <laughs> I love that you've just called her Mimi. She'll be Mimi from now on. Mm. I like Mimi as a device to show Rachel's ability to stand yeah. up for herself. Although, again, there's a bit in there that she says, I can't even send back soup. Yeah. Apparently, there's an, the episode with the flashback. Yeah. She sends back drinks. And yeah. that's obviously set before. Yeah. Because it's a flashback. Well so done. they've not. Yeah. Jeez. Um, this is why you need, there's usually someone on there called, I think it's the script doctor. Mm. Not script doctor, something. Script supervisor? Script supervisor. And basically their job is to make sure that there's no continuity. <laughs> they did. So, yeah. so far, so good. Future seasons of this did not pay attention to the first season by the looks of this. I mean, this is an easy episode probably to overlook because it, it feels very sitcom Yeah. Like there's not a huge amount there's of. There's not a lot of plot. Like, I mean, character growth, she, okay, so she did laundry at the end yeah. of the day, right? But she says, hey, my friend had that cart. Mimi says, well, I had a 24-inch waist. You lose things. <laughs> it's pretty funny. That's funny. Uh, Rachel then gets in the cart. You have to take me with it. Mimi breaks down, backs down. I do wonder how many times she had to do that shot so she could get into that cart so fluidly because it's on wheels. Yep. Like, there's a couple of times That's in the next point. couple of shots where she looks like she's I'd like, like to look at it again and see, and see if Mimi's like, holding bracing the cart the bracing for it i imagine she's bracing in the character potentially yeah. yeah um and so she celebrates her victory ross celebrates with her she grabs his face and kisses him yeah i've never kissed someone on the lips out of gratitude nope just saying no me either um schwimmer kind of pulls back shocked and then walks into the um door for the dryer. The door for the dryer. I gotta say, I don't think I appreciated when I was first watching this through, because I kinda went wrong. Oh, Ross is boring. Chandler and Joey, right? How good David Schwimmer is at physical comedy. Yeah. He's very good at physical comedy. Yeah. Um Yeah, which is but dialogue kind of gives him that whole uh, kind of thing. So it's moments like this that really help. Yeah, absolutely. And even when he falls, he falls and gets back up and it's really it's really well done. Yeah. Um, and so that's the episode and we come back for the, for the, for the epilogue Mm -hmm. and Rachel is stroking Ross's arm as she applies ice to his head. Yep. And the questions snuggled up next to the questions got to be, if this isn't when you make your move, when When are you doing it? Like this was intimate. Yeah, absolutely. And she's just kissed him. Like, how is this not the night where you grab a spoon? 
Yeah. I think so. That's uh, a strange metaphor. That's what's said at the end of uh, season one, episode one. Oh, <laughs> I must have. There's a whole thing. Grab a spoon, grab a spoon. Do you know the last time I grabbed a spoon? Do the words Billy don't mean a hero mean anything to you? And then when he's leaving, Monica says, you okay? And he goes, yeah, I grabbed a spoon, but she wasn't there for the previous conversation. She has right. no idea what that means. But so grab a spoon becomes a metaphor for uh, okay. for um, having, taking your pun. Right. Yeah. So... <laughs> And it all bases around a metaphor Joey makes where you don't want to be with one woman, you want to be with many women. That's like there's only one flavor of ice cream. So he's like, grab a spoon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, uh, so there we are. Uh, so uh, Joey and Monica celebrate the double breakup and they ask what about Chandler and he says, oh, he's not here. He needs time to grieve. And we get a quick pan as he runs across, <laughs> arms flailing, going, I'm free, I'm free. <laughs> And we we celebrate for him because he's also also it's the joy plus he still hopped up on all the caffeine. All of the caffeine. So the joke yeah. works on, on on a couple levels there, and that is our our, our true end to it. And that is the uh, episode. So the significance. I'm going to add this to my notes for next time. The significance of the episode, not much. I mean, it's the first time Ross and Rachel kiss. If we go, what's changed? Screen. Oh, there is kind of the first kiss. Yeah. Is that from your notes that yeah. you found? Okay. Credit to you for, for, for owning that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, most of the things I've said have been from my notes. That's fine. One last note bit that, yep. that I found. Um, Jack Armstrong plays Bob. He later appears in the real Days of Our Lives. Oh, in the Days of Our Lives on yeah, NBC? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So not on the Friends version of Days of Our Lives, but real Days of Our Lives. Real Days of Our Lives. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, so there we go. Uh, what's changed as a result? Not much. We got I guess inter- there's a bit more tension so, now. So why is this episode important? Um, it progresses the Ross Rachel storyline. It makes us think once you give us a kiss, we think there's a chance. Yep. Or it makes you go, she doesn't seem as anything remotely close because she's just giving she's him a kiss out him. of nothing. Yeah, yeah. And it means so much to him, but not to her. Um, we don't really do much. Joey and Monica aren't any different for this. That they're our C plot. Can we can we agree with that? Yeah, but they are almost all of the friends are now mostly single again. I think Chandler and Phoebe becoming single obviously opens them up. Something too. like British people say Chandler. I I. No, you can because you can because if you really because be, because Chan, Chan, Chandler, Chandler, yeah, because that's the problem. Is it so accentuates? You have to say it in an American accent, otherwise it doesn't sound yeah. right. Yeah, I was once at. A, I think that's that's why when I was first watching it, I didn't like the character because I didn't like saying his name. I think I've uh, I think I've shared before. I was at a funeral once. Really sad funerals. Funerals are for the most part known to be, but like mm. a really sad fu- funeral. You know what I mean? Yeah, and. um it was that that song, you know, dance, dance, wherever he may be. I am the Lord I of a dance city. Yeah. And so, as we're singing corporately, everything sounds pretty good. I like the sound of my voice; I think I can sing. Yeah. And then we get to dance, dance, and all I hear is my accent. Yeah. And I usually can't hear my own accent, but when juxtaposed against that many dance. people sounding so yeah. British, and it sounds lovely. Dance, dance, yeah. wherever he may be. So yeah. I decided on the third to go through whatever. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to sing with the British accent. And I went, dance, dance. And I went, I sound like such a prat. <laughs> I do. Oh, my word. I sound so stupid. Oh, so at the end, I went, so, so wherever he may be, I am the Lord of the said he. <laughs> I just opted out. That's brilliant. <laughs> For the rest of the uh, dance. Uh, so there we are. Uh, Mon- uh, Rachel's had a small breakthrough. Yep. Ross, we have a light, so it's good for us to keep going. It gives us, it gives the audience something more to come back for. Mm-hmm. There seems to be progress. And I do think it does a great job of establishing Chandler's character more than maybe it even was. Yeah. Because he is the guy. Who, he's awkward. He's twitchy. Yeah. Um, and, and it's an important episode because we get our first Janice. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So there is that. So what I'm going to say here is I'm going to say favorite friend. And what I mean by here at friend is which friend wins the episode? Who is this the best episode for? Uh, probably Rachel. I think it's a, I think it's a Rachel episode. Yeah. Second, second, I go very honorable mention the Chandler. Yeah, that would be my second I think place. it's a really yeah, good yeah. Chandler episode as well. Yeah. Phoebe just gets to look on from a distance. She gets some nice, she gets like two nice moments, but that's. In the first few seasons, it feels like there's the main five. And then. And then Phoebe looking yeah. on from a distance. Yeah, maybe She gets two or three lines for it per episode. Huh? Maybe that's why I related. Yeah. Um, there's the great story about when the friends went to um, renegotiate their, their, their contracts. Mm-hmm. And uh, Schwimmer went to Perry and said, I think we should all be paid the same. What do you think? 
and therefore we should negotiate as a group. Yeah. And Perry's like, yeah, I think you're right, idiot. <laughs> because Ross and Rachel were <laughs> would, such a big would deal. Have been, they paid more. They yeah, easily yeah. could have. And then it turns into the Ross and Rachel show. Yep. You could argue season one and season two are pretty much the Ross and Rachel show. But this is something I really like about this episode. Maybe that works well because I'm one of the favorite joke and favorite moment. Mm-hmm. But is the idea that we took th- three pairs of friends and we put them in three yeah. different situations. And they're not the normal pairs. And we bounced between them. Either. Yeah, it was kind of a nice, refreshing little. Yeah. And it's always one guy, one girl. Yeah. But we bounced between them. So Ross and Rachel were expecting. Yeah. But Chandler, Phoebe, and Joey, Monica. You usually those get are a fun lot of pairings. Joey, Chandler, and Monica, Phoebe. Yeah, so you get the girls and the girls, yeah. and the love story can do yeah, their yeah. thing. But by going cross-gender with all three... It, it makes it more interesting. And even if you went Chandler, Monica, that and Joey, because Joey and Phoebe feel very similar. Yeah, they are. They're the funny ones. He's dim. She's not dim, but she's not book smart. Yeah. She's the epitome of, like, street smart, isn't she? And they're both really playful. Yeah. Um, So this is a really fun sort of combination of the three of them. But did you have a favorite joke? Or favorite moment? I just quite like when the mean lady just comes and laughs. Like, she just walks through the back and just laughs at them. I'm going to give, and it's almost, because I think this is going to almost every week be a Chandler Bing thing for me. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going with Chandler Bing. Oh. I'm going with Joey saying, she's too much for me in bed. Sexually, yeah. Beat, 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 beat. Sexually. That is funny. That is a funny joke. So, um, anything fell flat? Anything that you're like, ooh, I don't like that, or ooh, that doesn't work well today? Use of the word spaz right at the beginning. Oh, I do have, yeah, I've got that yeah. for something else here. But yeah, use of the word spaz. Um, I'm, I think I'm all right. I think for the most part, yeah, that was the only thing that went... Mm, I mean, Ross's yeah. fabric's off. I mean, how much down this rabbit hole do you want to go? I'm like, I'm all right. Yeah, that's still that's still only borderline today. Because also Chandler's not a successful... If it was Joey, maybe a little bit different. But mm. Chandler's not successful with women. No. So the fact that he he he's giving Ross like advice with women... Yeah, it's, it's quite funny. It's a bit funny. Yeah. Um. So I've got things that show that this is the 90s. So what besides, I just said, yeah. besides they're in a coffee shop. Yeah, the, well, I mean the fashion, absolutely. Well, I think we have to do the fashion every episode. So yeah. that's, I think I'm going to leave that alone. Okay. Ross is reading a magazine. Yeah. So in future episodes, I probably won't be able to take this one, but he's, he's reading a magazine back when print media, when I used to go to a place, there was a thing called Chapters. It was like the, the, the biggest bookstore in Canada, mm-hmm. similar in the States to something called Barnes and Noble. I don't know what you have here, but similar to it. Probably a Waterstones, but like a really big Waterstones. They are some really big okay. Waterstones, yeah. Like you would have like four or five more even racks of magazines. Yeah. Like the magazine industry was so big. People had like, like you'd have multiple streaming platforms. You'd have multiple magazines yeah, delivered, subscri- to your, like subscriptions. delivered to your house yeah, and subscriptions. Yeah. yeah. So it was, it was, it was a huge industry. And I think now it's gone because yeah. it's, it's my fault. It's in my pocket. I can, anything I want to know for information I can find. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't have to go looking for it half the time. There's a push notification that tells me what, what to look at. Yeah. Uh, the glorification of the probably said that guys using a payphone in the back of uh, Central Brook. Yeah. I didn't know there was a payphone back there, but I was looking today and I saw that. Yeah, there is there is a payphone back there. So it's a, those like a rotary one, isn't it? Those were the big things uh there. I mean putting the coins into the laundry machines is still I mean most of them aren't coin based anymore, I don't think. But. This one's probably an easy one, but I want to instigate it here. I do like it. Um who's your favorite part time friend? Who's your favorite guest star? Oh, it's gotta be Janice for this episode. Just because she's recurring or because Janice was that good? I really like Janice in this because she's not a cartoon yet. I'll give an honorable mention to Mimi, the meanie. Oh, yeah, she is fun. Who I did like. Yeah. But I think you're right. I think it has to be Janice. Yeah. But I thought an interesting one going forward because... Yeah, absolutely. They'll have... But th- th- there were some contenders. I mean, I-, I didn't mind... There wasn't a whole lot of Bob, but I didn't mind Angela. I thought she was all right for an episode. Yeah. Not much Gunther in this episode. No, I don't think he's there. had any lines. He's there in the background. He's there. But... Just to say, uh, unfortunately, magically quick drinks. Un- unfortunately, uh, the gentleman who played Duncan died. Um, Duncan. Duncan. What was that? I don't know. Gunther. <laughs> Duncan's community. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I'm just. I mean, we are getting loads of sitcoms pop up on this Netflix. On thing. this Netflix, uh, my Netflix screensaver. screensaver yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe community probably did pop up. It did, yeah. Um, but Gunther, yeah. Do you know? Um, um I forget his quite, name. It was relatively recently, wasn't Tyler, it? Tyler, Michael James Tyler, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, unfortunately, he looked really, really poorly at uh, at the Friends reunion. Yeah. And we kind of hypothesized, and I believe I'm not speaking out of turn, I believe he died from, 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 from AIDS. Yeah. Yeah. So it was nice to see him here. But do you know how he, how he got the job? 
wasn't he actually a coffee guy? Because they needed someone to an extra that could work the You're coffee close. machine. Yeah. He's the only one who could work the espresso machine. Yeah. Now, whether he was actually a barista, I don't know. Yeah. But he could work it. He could work it, and they gave him the job. Because there was the guy who used to be behind, I think he still will be in season one, from ALF. And he he went down for some for some bad stuff. Oh. Bad, bad stuff. Oh. I'm going to get confirmation before next episode because I don't want to speak out of turn. Yeah, yeah, in case I'm wrong. But I believe, you imagine how bad it can get. I think it's that. Okay. So uh, let's talk about the ratings for this episode. Uh, IMDB gave this an 8.3 out of 10. So we know that's a corporately used um, thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't really, so that's, uh, you know, everybody can vote on IMDB ratings. So yeah. uh, not too shabby. Uh, 18.6 million people watched it to this point. Now that's a huge number in the States, 18.6 million. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Shows would kill now for 18.6. They won't get 18.6 for a few reasons. One being there's like a billion channels. And streaming and shit now. Streaming. Yeah. And three being, you know, you can catch things on catch-up. Yeah. So the only thing that gets those sorts of numbers now are sports. Yeah, it makes sense. Because sports isn't Live any fun events. when you watch yeah. it later. So things, yeah, things that are that are DVR proof. Yeah. Or streaming proof. Um. So up until that point, though, it was a series low. Wow. It was the lowest one of the series. Now, remember, that's not because of the quality of the episode, because you don't know what the episode's going to be like going in. No, it could just be whatever the date was and something else. I believe, the, I believe the high at this point is the season is the series premiere, and they would have probably promoted the crap out yeah. of it. And it will it will boy back up. It'll be interesting to kind of see where, where the next episode goes in comparison. Yeah. But uh, it does show that, you know, it's, it's, it's still maintaining. A lot of series get like a big number, mm-hmm. and then it drops and then to we, half in the second yeah. week. That's not this. It's still rocking about, I'm doing some math in my head, six-sevenths, about, I guess, 83% of its original that's, audience. That's impressive. Yeah, so that's not bad considering most people look at it, try an episode, and go, nah. yeah, all right. Or they're like, yeah. Because it's, it's commitment, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I got to I gotta make Thursday at 8 o'clock. I got to make time for make sure I watch that. Yeah. So there's that. Now, so that's really the end of this. Now, we haven't really thought, talked about any sort of, I think we have to have some sort of rating at the end of it. Uh-huh. So what, what what do we do for this? I, th- I think a numerical one's probably the, the most sensible. Am I, am I wrong? No, I think you're probably right. I mean, we, we do letter grades on the... Uh, but it's got to be out of all of the Friends episodes, so this first one's going to be quite difficult to do because we've got no ballpark for it. Got no ball, so you kind of got to pace it, and you got to go, well, where does it feel to you? See, I think this episode, rather than do the verdict thing that we do <laughs> on the other ones, we're just talking through a bit. Because we're having coffee, aren't we? <laughs> um... I think this episode is, out of the ones we're going to look at, and I think next week will be probably pretty similar, actually, for what I'll say. Mm-hmm. It's a very sitcom-y episode. Yeah, but it's quite st- it's quite standard. Just like it says, it's the one where... Sorry, are you okay? Okay, it's the one with the East German laundry detergent. Yeah. Right? It's just, it's, it's, it's the very nature of that it's naming eight. style. Yeah. It's just an episode that has no play on the befores or the afters. And, and those are fine. Some of my favorite episodes are standalones. Yeah. But it's not like one that has any magic with it. No, it's the kind of episode where they've gone, what can we name this one? Nothing really happens. We'll pick out a yeah. funny the most like, important piece The most important storyline is Rachel's. Yeah. It's better than the one, the one where Rachel does laundry. Yeah. That wouldn't. <laughs> That would not make me want to. Is there, <laughs> is there a better? Okay, here we go. Pick, 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 pick an alternate title for this. We haven't done that one. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, that is fun. Um, the one where you kind of want to call it like the one with three breakups and a hookup or something. Stupid. Oh, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> if 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 you knew then what you know now, the one where we we meet Janice. Yeah. Uh, you can't do the one where Chandler breaks up with Janice because that could be several episodes. Yep. <laughs> the one with the 15 espressos. <laughs> um, where the one where Phoebe breaks up twice or like something stupid. Yeah. The one where Phoebe and Chandler break up. Yep. That's that, quite that, funny. That's the best one because yeah. it misleads you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with that. No, there's a community ad, but... There it is. Yeah. But Duncan's not in it tomorrow. No, he's not. <laughs> I really wish I could say that. <laughs> so we need some sort of a rating. I think because of its... It's it's a fun episode, and it's there's a reason why I chose it. I still wanted to put it in here. Yeah. So it's not... It's not the best from where I'm rating. It's the best... Well, we already it's the best Friends episodes, but they're also our worst Friends episodes that, you know, I've avoided, I think, for the most part, putting the bad ones on the list. Um, I think this feels like... Oh, it's it's a sad. 
I was going to go seven and a half. Because of where we have to go. Okay, seven and a half, I'll say seven. So, yeah. you know, meets in the middle for 7.25, which feels which which feels all right for this yeah. kind of episode. That's the seven you've put there. Yeah, the seven's for me. Oh, okay. The 7.5 is right, for you. 7.25. 7 point, oh, no. Uh, 2.5. There we go. Oh. Yeah. I just said 7.2.5. 7.25. <laughs> 7. <laughs> so that's what we've done next. And now we're just going to give you a little. Now, Friends never did this, but like Lost or things might go next week on Lost or next week on Friends. Next week on Name Yet to Be Determined. Hey, help us think of a name, okay? Yeah. We've got some ideas. Um, but none of them seem quite right yet. we got Friends Like Us. Yeah. We've got Centrally Perked. No. You don't no, like that one? one. <laughs> I didn't like Clear for Takeoff. I didn't win everything. Uh, that is we, a good name. We, we got How You Doing, which isn't bad, but it, it has been used yeah. by a couple of the podcasts. I looked. Nothing recent. Nothing active. Yeah. But so it's an interesting one. But you got something that's friends related. And if you're like, I'm going to go look through all of the, the, the friends Who's quotes on the, the internet. With, the one with the podcast. That. Huh? Can we not just call it the one with the podcast? The one, the one, with, the, the one with the podcast? Yeah. The one with the podcast talks about friends? <laughs> the one with the friends podcast. We're not really a friends podcast, though. No, but the one with the podcast. It's, 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 it's wordy, it's but BFE presents the one with the friends podcast, isn't it? So it's obviously not that we are a friends podcast. All right, we'll we'll we'll, we'll work that, through that. Yeah, yeah. Let us know what you think, we'll folks. It. I like the idea of the one where, but I don't yeah, want to do the one where Ian and George talk about friends. That's a very long, That's a title. Very long title. So yeah, um, go ahead and give us. <laughs> the problem is going to be it's going to be the one with the podcast hyphen the one with the East German laundry detergent. That's funny. <laughs> The one with the podcast talks about the. I don't know. Let us know what you think. Yeah. Help us with that. But we're going to talk about what we're going to do next time, and we're going to try and do this once every two weeks. I think we we said yeah. as, as as an outline, which yeah. will let us get ahead of it as well, so we can batch a few things and be good for a month or two. So next week, uh, it's another one where we split people up. Mm-hmm. I hadn't thought about that, but it is another one. Okay. So I'm going two weeks in the well, not two weeks, two episodes in the future. Don't know if it's two weeks or not. Don't know. I'm going to season one episode seven. Mm-hmm. The one with the blackout. Hey. Which is actually a really important Rachel episode. Another Rachel episode. It's a Rachel episode where Ross finally goes to make his move. Right. And then complications. Complications. Complications and cats arise. <laughs> so that's... So you say these things and I could barely remember the episode. So this is going to be interesting Oh, I could quote like half of it. Oh, and you will hear the worst singing maybe on a Friends episode ever. Oh, God. When we do it, listen to Matt. Everybody, if you're listening, pay special attention to Matt LeBlanc trying to sing in this episode. <laughs> Exciting. Yeah, it'll be great. So, uh, sorry, the first episode, I think the runtime is a little bit long. We wanted to establish the series. We wanted to yeah, establish yeah. and work our way through a couple of ideas. We'll add to it. Would you like, if you have any ideas for things that we should include, let us know. I do like the best guest star one. I think that's a great idea. I like the alternative names. The alternate one. name. We do it for movies, but it feels more it feels organic right in this, this yeah. because it's the one with. Yeah. So I think there's a lot of good stuff there. So I'll have to make notes of some of the ones we did here, but but, but the, the, the one where Phoebe and Chandler break up, I it think is great. Yeah. All right. So uh, that's it. Please join us next time when we analyze the one with the blackout. Yeah. For insert name here. <laughs> friends retrospective on bfe my name is ian and i'm georgia and until next time we are on a break yeah. <laughs>